The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Always a pleasure to have Rolene on board. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. Great having you. Always great to be here. I mean, with a welcome like that, how could it not be? Well, I had to welcome you like that because there's so much to talk about, Rolene. I mean, we're changing the script all the time, aren't we? For example, some 204 Israeli citizens and Alia candidates were rescued from areas of conflict in Ethiopia today. This just in. Tell us what's happening. This just in, this mm-hmm. is another example of our incredible Mossad working with the Jewish agency and the government to rescue some 200, uh, 204 Israelis and Ethiopians who are eligible for Aliyah from the uh, uh, Amhara region of Ethiopia. So if you uh, aren't aware, there has been some serious fighting in northern Ethiopia's Amhara region. And, uh, of course, there are many... Um, Ethiopian Jews that are still in Ethiopia and the city of Gondar in Amara is home to thousands of Ethiopians waiting for permission to move to Israel to make Aliyah and we have some Israelis who are in Ethiopia either for business or for, for leisure for whatever reason and we have been monitoring the fighting the security situation on the ground and uh, uh, earlier this week, our Foreign Minister Eli Cohen and other officials, including the Prime Minister and uh, National Security Advisor Tsahi Hanegbi, uh, started to prepare the rescue operation and uh, the um, Mossad, the Jewish Agency and various others were able to uh, get into Ethiopia, uh, managed to tell Israelis, local Ethiopian Jews, Ethiopians, to head to sites where they could be picked up by buses, uh, taken to the airport, and flown back home to uh, to Israel. Now they have a choice; they can either stay in, in, in Addis, where the flights are departing from, or they can travel to Israel. But uh, the most important thing is that we were involved in ensuring their their safety. They will be met at the airport when they arrive. They haven't arrived yet. Okay. But uh, this is just, uh, mm. you, you know, yep. when the state of Israel was born or some 75 years ago, it was born uh, after the darkest moment in, in uh, Jewish history where the gates of the world were closed to the Jewish people in our time of need. Uh, and one of the tenets is that we will never leave uh, a, a Jew uh, in distress and Israeli behind. And, and that is something that Prime Minister Netanyahu said earlier today, he said, Israel looks after its citizens wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he thanked those who were involved in rescue operations for a quick, silent, and most importantly, successful operation. Uh, you know, if you've been following Jewish history in Ethiopia, you'll be very familiar with operations, uh, Moses and Solomon bringing uh, Ethiopian Jews from Ethiopia back home to Israel. Many Ethiopians have actually marched Mm -hmm. or walked from um, Ethiopia through the Sudan 
we know the Sudan is probably one of the most uh, uh, difficult terrains and, and countries to do this. So many have lost their lives uh, along the way. The dream of Jerusalem sustaining them for centuries and uh, our foreign minister said the state of Israel will not stand by and will not leave a single Israeli behind. This is the result of successful cooperation and close coordination right. uh, with the Prime Minister's office the National Security Agency, the Jewish Agency, and he says, I'm proud of the people of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Israeli Embassy in Ethiopia for their quick and high-quality activities. This is uh, Israel at her best. Indeed, Rolene. Well, let's hope next time we chat, that'll be next week, uh, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about their safe return home and a feel-good story. Let's put that aside for now. There's quite a bit we still want to unpack here. Speaking of Prime Minister Netanyahu saying now funds will go to the Arab community, Smotrich is refusing to budge, and now nearly 2,000 artists, performers are signing a petition against him. Well, better yeah. Smotrich, the finance minister, is refusing to budge on withholding funds to the Arab community. Uh, it's about 200 million shekels that have been earmarked for uh, a variety of, of activities, uh, for the, the establishment of a museum, a, a, a theatre and a cinema, for educational uh, projects, for um, infrastructure projects, for a whole lot uh, of different projects and different needs in the Arab community. And uh, the finance minister has not given an indication of where he wants that funding to go. There is a lot of speculation mm-hmm. uh, where, but he is refusing to budge. And uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, who is trying to negotiate with him, said, you know, the Arab community deserves the same rights as benefits uh, as any other community. And those funds will be transferred. He says, you know, they will be pursuant to evaluations and supervisions, but they will be transferred. Now, Smotrich's decision has resulted in a lot of backlash in Israel. Yesterday, you and I spoke about the leaders of the opposition, Yair Lapid and Benny Gantz, straight out calling him uh, a racist, which is what many Israelis are saying. Many Israelis are taking to social media to say this decision by the finance minister is is, is racist and indicative of uh, some of the ideologies of his party, Uh, even within the coalition. And we've had hardliners from the Likud, Amichai Chikli, uh, the social equality minister, Tali Gottlieb, who is also one of the most polarizing members of the Likud, saying there's absolutely no reason to withhold the mm. transfer of these funds, and uh, you need to do so immediately. So now we have uh, this um, petition that has been put forward by over 1,500 writers, poets, directors, actors, uh, performers, and they've said in their petition, they say, we hundreds of creators from all creative fields in Israel view with great severity 
Minister Smotrich's attempt to damage the education and culture of the Arab society in Israel. Minister Smotrich is trying in every way to cause unrest among the Arab citizens of the country, to deepen the discrimination against them, and to eliminate the contribution of the Arab society in Israel to the development and prosperity of Israel as a Jewish, democratic and egalitarian state. Mm. And the rights, uh, and, and this is really Mark speaking now, the rights of minority communities are enshrined in our Declaration of Independence and Basic Laws. <laughs> Let's see what else we'll be talking about uh, regarding that, Roland, the next time we chat. Uh, I guess we just it's a wait and see on these two issues we've covered so far. But for now, the White House spokesperson denies Wall Street Journal articles saying about broad-based agreements with Saudis and renormalization. Why is that? Well, the thick plottons, as they mm. say in the classics, Michael. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. the thick plottons. You and I were talking about uh, uh, the article in the Wall Street Journal and the yeah. article in Axios uh, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, our foreign minister, what, what he said, what Netanyahu said. And no sooner had we reported on that, and they always do this to me. They always wait until I come off air to make any major <laughs> uh, announcement. Okay. But you and I are talking mm. now. Right. Uh, uh, pardon? No, carry on, carry on. Uh, the, the White House spokesperson said, you know, they deny that any broad-based agreements, uh, as per the Wall Street Journal, which is one of the most respected journals in the world, mm-hmm. it is a, a paper of record, you know, not a tabloid, mm-hmm. um, they said they, they, they deny that nothing like that has been discussed. And when he was asked about... Uh, when Prime Minister Netanyahu is expected to meet with President Biden. Now, if you have been following the Prime Minister's trajectory of interviews on American TV, garnering him a lot of criticism here in Israel, A, because uh, he's not talking to us, his citizens, and B, because mm-hmm. he's saying one thing to the American media and another, uh, and doing another thing here in Israel, and... Um, uh, the spokesperson said Prime Minister Netanyahu will meet with uh, President Biden in the near future, but it is unlikely to be at the White House. Now, here we have a clear uh, tug of war of, of optics and, and uh, narrative control, Michael. We've got mm. the Prime Minister, I think, trying to force the hand mm. of the President. Uh, by saying, you know, we, we will meet at the White House, and, and, and you've said it before, we'll meet at the White House, and you've got the President saying, you know, until you sort out uh, your reforms, which we are uh, against, uh, we are concerned about the future of Israeli democracy, and until you rein in some of your hardline extremist members of your coalition, uh, you know, no such meeting at the White House uh, replete with all the honor guards mm. uh, that it comes with will be on the cards for you. As you as you put it, the narratives here and there and everywhere, Roline. Let's now let's just end off on a good note. <laughs> We've gone through all the politics and the shenanigans and what have you. What a week for Noah Carell. Why? What a week for Noah Carell. I mean, uh, it was announced this week she'll be performing at uh, Madison Square Garden in New York next year. That's June next year. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want mm-hmm. to see her in, in concert, uh, book your tickets now. She is the second Israeli in history to, to have that honor. But also... Uh, I mean, I don't know if you are a, a gymnastics fan. I, I like to, to watch the gymnastics. Yep. Simone Biles, 
uh, Olympic gold medalist, uh, truly just phenomenal, as the song says, but uh, making her comeback to Noah Kira's unicorn, which was her Eurovision entry, and of course Noah beside herself uh, with excitement, as we all were, and uh, of course mm-hmm. Simone uh, Biles absolutely slayed it like the gymnastics queen that she is with, I think, perfect scores, and uh, I don't know, uh, it's just me, mm-hmm. but maybe Unicorn gave her a little slight edge there. <laughs> you sound just like a commercial, Rolene. Looking forward to hearing a lot more of that in the future. Rolene, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon to give us some background as to what is happening in Israel. Rolene Marks, our correspondent in Israel.